Beer Blood in the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Well, of course, I love uh, I love B Dubs. Brower loves B Dubs, right? It's uh, it's supposed to be. I like how it has a, its own semi acronym. You know what it. I don't like? Oh, by the way, B Dubs buff, Buffalo Wild Wings. That's what I'm Weck. saying. Did you know that? The it's what? Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. That's what the B W W. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I, yeah. So Weck, I think, was like some. God, I, I don't remember exactly. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend I know because of like a thousand people. Calling. I think that makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, it's Sorry. terrible. Anyway, yeah. the point Anyways, is, yeah. and the point is, is that the, the B dubs right by where I work, uh, where my office is horrible. It is um, really. Yeah, I, I've, I've gone in there, uh, and they're playing loud, aggressive rap music. Is that the I, one where the blinds are always shut and it's like different at one. noon? It's no, like different. You one. need like a flashlight to go in there. No, completely different one. This one is uh, this one's in the Tascosita. Um but this. Uh, this place is just—it's all—it's horribly run. Half the staff are smoking cigarettes. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the shift. Anyway, you go in, While mega, mega crazy, cooking. loud, aggressive rap music, which typically I'm a fan of. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, well, I saw you lowered your car. They are playing. Uh, it's like twelve fifteen on a Tuesday. Childish Gambino. Well, right. uh, by the way, I refuse to watch that. What? That Childish Gambino? Why? I don't know. It's really good. I, I'm not being preached to by some comedian. No thanks. Interesting. I really liked it. Powerful message. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. So anyway, uh, you know, hey, look, I got the DNA reports. <laughs> so we everything here is here. We go. Here, Fucking here go. Is. Okay, go ahead. Or All right. So I, I met. I, got beat ups. Go ahead. Yeah, and there is this bartender there. I, I don't know. He must hate the world. He's got this sour puss on his face the entire time and <laughs> it's twelve fifteen, and he like every, he, he knows i'm coming there for lunch i know that guy i yeah. know exactly who you're fucking yeah. talking about and he goes i'm going there for lunch what day was this again this is a tuesday and he asks me what, he knows i'm gonna order water and he asks me which beer and he starts like pitching some beer to me and i'm like you know who i, I am. just want to sit at the bar because i don't want to sit at a table by myself why are you making this hard on me do you know what i mean like oh yeah no for sure so hon you're Wait, just to make sure I understand, you're a, you're a returning customer. You're you're a you're a consistent customer. I am his god darn next door neighbor. Okay, he knows exactly. Yes, who he are. knows me. Yeah. I, I, you're there I, all yeah. the time. Often enough. Yeah. Well, anyway, so as I'm sitting there, I'm listening to our podcast from last uh, from last time. Very good, guys. Very. Mm-hmm. I applaud you. Sorry, I couldn't oh, make thanks, that man. one. Yeah, thanks. I did. Uh, I, did I was really a... tired that night. There was a time difference, obviously, from Alaska, and I was. Falling asleep on that. I was That's into right. the wild though. I was in That's right. Oh yeah, I just got back from Alaska. I was tramping yeah. it up in super tramp style. It was great. That's yeah. right. How was that yeah. bus? Oh, it was good. Actually, I didn't actually get a chance to go see it. We tried really hard. We actually started driving up there, and then it fucking started snowing. I mean, like when I say snow, I'm not talking like you know Houston sleet. I'm talking the fucking heavens opened up. 
and it just we had to turn around. It was That's so like, bad. If you don't have We're the right gear, you can, you can die if you don't have the right gear. And that there's a reason why that motherfucker died. Anyhow, well, don't ruin it. I, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, sorry. You also sorry. ruined the Titanic for me. Here we go. We, yeah, out. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I keep doing this. Anyhow, I'm sorry, Mr. Brower. Keep going. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I noticed that. Uh, you know, one of the things that we as podcasters here in the local market, we like to try and get our name out. Yeah. We keep going back and forth. Maybe we're going to solicit some some listener uh, uh, ideas here. We, mm. we we have an idea. We're trying to go between coasters and some just some stickers, right? Yeah, for, yeah, uh, some yeah. advertising for some for some uh, beer, blood in the bayou swag. Local advertising. I was firmly against a coaster until I sat there at that horrible B Dubs having a glass of water with a coaster, and I was looking at it thinking, "Wow, look at that!" You know, here I am with this coaster. I wonder if a beer, blood in the bayou coaster would work. Yeah. I just don't. I'm sorry, but I still do not understand how the stickers are going to help. I mean, is someone going to put it on their guitar case at Fitzgerald's? No, no, what? no. So, okay, like I mentioned, so we're we're a craft beer podcast, right? We we have elements of craft beer. I guess we're not always talking about craft beer, but hence, hence coasters. Go right, on, right? <laughs> Hold at, on, no, at no. Their bar. So, the, so there's a big there's coasters a very, that could kill you. No, no, no. There's a very, yeah, you very can make them into shivs, shivs, right. prison shivs. That's right. You can shave them into knives or perforated. You can so brush you can your teeth cut into them. a knife. Okay, so there's a big deal. So there's a big deal with craft breweries and 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 there's stickers. Okay, and so uh, you go to craft beer bars and then you see stickers like all over the place. Oh, yeah, restaurants do that too. And the, and the way I'm thinking about it too is like you and I, like Brower and I, we got get in a car, we can go like up and down I-10, stop at all the gas stations and fucking Sealy and Katie. And just put beer blood in the bayou stickers on the back of the stall. Yeah, say so tap your foot just below here and listen to beer blood in the bayou. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what everybody! Yeah. When was the last time you were at a bar and you saw the stickers on the wall and you put on your monocle and started going through each well, one and like taking notes? So I, I'll tell you what. So well, I don't, I don't ever zero in on those. Yeah, but so the thing, the thing for me is, I expect the, the, those to be craft beer stickers, right? And then I think ours is unique enough where you see beer, blood, in the bayou. You're going to Google that, I think. Well, yeah, that's also a branding issue. So you really have to make the the sticker look something that's going to stick out. Yeah. Uh, par, pun intended. I do think our logo stands out. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it I does. Mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. Maybe, so. I guess, maybe soccer moms will put it in their scrapbook or something. So my whole point was... So, I don't so, see the point in the sticker. So the other day, uh, this is for our listeners. So the, the other day I was at a bar, surprisingly enough, um, and I was having a, a group text here with, with Brower and Mystery James, and we were talking about you know potential advertising, and the, the idea of coasters came up, and I... I, you I thought it was re- brilliant. At well, first. no, yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it was a really, really good idea. But then all of a sudden, I realized I've been sitting in this bar for two hours, and I don't even know what my coaster says. You know, below my. Uh, below but my and then you're like, but I've read every sticker on this cooler. <laughs> Holy crap! That sounds. Yeah, like, well, you're right. right. I, you I, I actually, I you have to think that maybe someone who. What am I saying? I'm like, somebody's going to take a sticker home. How many stickers do you have at, at your house? On your, uh, on your trapper keeper. Well, so, you can put it next to your Yeti sticker in the back of your well, truck. Or so for, for for craft beer drinkers, that's also a really big thing, especially for home breweries. Like they put stickers like all over like their beer equipment and that sort of thing. So. Well, you know what? Maybe we do both. It's not like they're yeah millions of dollars. We should have a competition. Like, where did you hear about us? Exactly. That's a good point. And yeah, when we get one person saying they saw the sticker and six hundred that saw the coasters, that's a good point. 
All right. Well, um, anyhow, so that's up for debate. If you guys have any uh, opinions or whatever, go ahead and do let us know. Uh, write us at Beer Blood Bayou at wait wait well no it's listener I'm sorry listener yes listener at beerbloodbayou.com that's right and then you can call our number at that's what it is I don't have our number uh, yeah. just uh, go ahead and fix that and post yeah I'll go hey, ahead and fix that hey uh, everybody yeah. normally we like to date these things but I, I would like to say happy Mother's Day to everybody oh uh, happy you. Mother's right, Day right man that's, uh, that's you know what right. most importantly happy Mother's Day to our significant others uh, Ralph your wife my wife James your partner yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, you know, I don't know what do you what do you call it is a is it a what are, what are you what are post, you guys I think it's post promise ring pre engagement ring there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah well she does have your letterman jacket yeah she does and my right. FFA jacket oh there yeah. you go hey well, listen hey James but thank true, wait, true, wait. true love waits that's right. right hey but thank you uh, to all you ladies for allowing us to get together and record tonight you know what's really weird is that I I thanked my wife today. I said, thank you for taking care of us. And, like, you know, we have two kids. But it wasn't – and for for me, I was in that us part, right? Because I am a horrible. Like, I'm just I'm – I'm a fucking child, right? I mean – Dude, my wife When makes, it comes down to it, I'm, I'm a child. You know? What, what's that? My wife puts me in bed. Yeah. Like, Dozes off on the couch and she, like, makes my bed for me and, and puts toothpaste yeah. on my toothbrush and makes really? sure I get to bed. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yes. Yeah. Oh and like, it's like, you know, it's more than mothers, man. It's, it's like she's, you know, just everything that you do, you know. A uh, complete ter- caretaker of your home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, uh, Broward, I like to get too soft. God forbid. Yeah. But I will say it's uh, sure is and, nice. You know, I'm not even saying that, like, that's a woman's place. I mean, my wife works a full time job, very, very stressful corporate job. And she takes care of us, and it's like this. And know, she lets us come record over here. I know, yeah. No On shit. On Mother's Day. She's fantastic. No shit, dude. Exactly. So, hey, yeah, everybody, big I shout thought. out to moms. Big yeah, shout out to moms. moms. Exactly. So, Speaking of moms, real quick. Uh, on the way over here, I was listening to a podcast, Sword and Scale. Uh, normally, wouldn't plug in their podcast, but Sorry, that's, a good, that's a good one. As, yeah, it's a as really soon good one. as I pulled up, I don't want to ruin anything, but it was a story about a 16-year-old boy yeah. who uh, was confessing to killing his mother by splitting open her head and digging around her head for her brains. And he oh tasted them. What? Yeah, he tasted them. Oh. And oh, and by the way, uh, this is a tie into Houston because it's from Corpus Christi, everybody. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, check out the latest episode of Sword and I Scale. I didn't know that. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, yeah that, that Sword and Scale, every time I listen to it, I'm like completely fascinated the entire time I'm going through it. And then at the very end, I say the same thing every time. Why the fuck did I just do that to myself? I know it's so I good, but oh, yeah. it's stressful. It I is. It's, it's, it's not. It's not just like your average like news report or anything like that. I mean, I, did, I, mean, I can't. This listen fucking to it. guy. I can't dude. listen to a way to work anymore. I, it makes me stressed out. I get it the does, office, and, yeah. some, and one of the girls in the office is like, "Never fails." She'll be like, "Hey, can you get me something at the fax machine?" And I'm like, "What you fucking say?" <laughs> like I'm like I, I'm like real defensive, real defensive. Wait, wait. Was it Sword and Scale or Case File that had the uh, recordings of the exorcism? By the way, the only thing I was uh, uh, the only time I ever had to turn off a podcast because I was like, okay, this is giving me the willies. I was it was like five in the morning. I was putting the trash cans out. And it was dark, obviously. Yeah. And I was listening to uh, a woman being exorcised. Uh, it was in the screams. It sounded like the devil. And yeah. I was like, I okay, that. I don't really believe in this, but I, I gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to listen to it. No, for me it was the. It was a sword and scale. The, the robot one, voice? It, no, no, no. It was the one about... Yeah, yeah, the robot voice about eating children. Oh, God, yeah. yeah that no, wait, that wait. was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, uh, hands down. I can't think of like one other Everyone thing. Everyone told me that 
I would be disturbed by that, which I was. And then one person I know that listens to it, I asked them about it, and they're like, yeah, that was very interesting. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay. I've actually listened to it twice. Yeah, yeah. Friend delete. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I, I wasn't interested by it, but, you know. I Maybe was, it was you. No, it wasn't me, you nut. No, I was. Uh, you were practicing that voice. <laughs> no, yeah. I did I did find it, uh, you know, it was disturbing for sure. It was uh, horrific. I don't know that it to be 100% true, though, because, you know, that stuff doesn't fucking happen, does it? I well apparently baby eaters, dude. There's some sick fucking people out there, man. And it's yeah. more than it's speaking it's, of sick people. It's, a, it's a, like a compulsion, you know. I don't speaking of sick people. Let's get a little introduction going, everybody. Oh yeah, let's sit right here. We got Josh. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So this is beer, blood in the bayou. I'm Ralph Sweetwater. Introducing myself first because I'm rude. Across from the table, we have Mr. Brower. Hey everybody! Back from Louisiana. Back with, again. Back from Louisiana. That's again. right. That's right. Interesting. And then across from me is the lovable, the cuddly, the remorseful, the sad, the depressed, Mystery Josh James. Did I tell y'all that I made out with a homeless lady in a subway bathroom this weekend? No. Wait, what? You did too. Truth Shut story. up! This is fucking bullshit. I hold on. First of all, you're in the Northeast because that's the only place. Well, I no, know no. Okay, to be clear, <laughs> no. a subway. Oh, wait, subway. subway. Yeah. Not a subway a station. Oh, it's okay. There is a subway on. <laughs> true story. Subway on I-10 near the Beltway. Okay, that's the best I'm going to give you as far as accuracy. And it's a smaller location, and there are restrooms that there's no. They're separate, men's and women's, obviously, but there's no uh, vestibule that you go into. Right? So I was going into the men's restroom, and as I opened the door, it opens out. I opened the door and started walking in. One of uh, (laughs) the people I was with was like, hey, you know, she's asking you what if you want mayonnaise on your, you know, your your six inch or whatever. And I I had to, I had to, I I opened the door at the exact time. They, I turned around and said, that's fine. And when I said, that's fine, I turned around to go into the bathroom, and I was already like halfway in. And there, was a homeless woman, I shit you not, topless, like washing herself. And by the time I, and the sink was right there, by the time I noticed it, I lightly like brushed her cheek, my fucking lips. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a small bathroom. I may have taken a bath with her because she was oh splashing. So there's a chance that I not only made out with her, but I, but I dude, did with you her. get her number at least? <laughs> it was, dude, it was I, the most awkward she didn't lock the door for one which is weird and i you know it's terrible that you know homeless people it's a terrible situation but she was cleaning up but she didn't lock the door and i totally walked in i have a scar i I was coming we were stopped at a gas station on the way back from louisiana today and there was a one-seater bathroom i was in there you know relieving myself and i mean there was no other spot to come in and some guy comes in behind me and stands there waste all is done in the restroom <laughs> in the restroom i was like i guess i could have locked it but i mean oh, that's like a common yeah. courtesy right you know yeah, i mean you open the door and there's only one it's like someone standing one. in the same stall yeah, as you yeah, waiting for you to finish yeah well that that's pretty normal actually yeah that part of the stall. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh uh I, I took my i took my kids to i had to take my kids to the bathroom today i had my uh, daughter and my son and you tried my thing out where they Turn the paper for you? <laughs> no, no, no. What I did, though, as I, I brought my son to the men's bathroom and then my little daughter and uh, her cousin went to the girls' bathroom. 
go in the uh, men's bathroom, three stalls, all three stalls had three dudes pooping in it. And I was like, what What are the odds? It's like 1130 in the morning. Yeah. And well, that's, so, actually, that's probably a good time. Well, some poop. It was pretty solid. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. so. It was like, yeah. it was brunch time. And uh, <laughs> so uh, so I, I bring uh, my little son out and uh, he, he needed to use a stall because he, he had a poop. And I was like, well, hey, just go in the girl's bathroom and go find your sister and your cousin. And, your cousin. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so I'm standing out there and then the, my, my, my daughter and her cousin come out and they're standing there like, what's going on? Let's go. And I was like, did you see Jack? And they're like, or my son. And, uh, like, is he in there? I was like, yeah, I sent him in there after you. And then, uh, some old ladies in there helping Jack. I mean, like some stranger. Yeah. It was, uh, but I mean, I think she was a little scary and he came out and started crying. So yeah. Ah. So she was like wicked old lady. But anyway. Wow. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's cool, man. So what'd you do this weekend? Yeah. So I was on a, uh, uh, I don't know, 12 hour flight, 12 hour flight. Yeah. From, well, actually it wasn't 12 hours continuously. So, I left uh, left Alaska at nine. Got into Chicago at basically three o'clock a.m. Uh, Alaska time. Um, had a one an hour and a half layover. Then got onto a plane from Houston, and it was uh, I was exhausted, man. Just you know, there's no there's no direct flights right now. Um, so you, you're basically at the North Pole, am I right? Well, no. So okay, close to it. But anyway, so yeah. what I was gonna say was. Isn't that like the the trope from the '80s TV shows and movies that you know? What's that? Uh, uh, Simmons, if you don't get this trade, I'll send you to the North Pole for your next assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's actually a lot of uh, Christmas shows tied to it that area. Yeah. Well, actually, so so I was in um, I was in Anchorage, and actually, it's it's beautiful this time of year. Really, really nice. So it's it's turning to summer. They have like a really really good summer. But I had one. Got into painting while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a basically a four day assignment about a mile away from the Arctic Ocean. Anyhow, I was I was at the northest most point like in North America that can be reached by any road, and um, it was it was interesting. <laughs> There's nothing up there. I mean, were you ice road truck? I was I was in. I was in, I was in Dead Horse, Alaska. And there's just not anything up there. It, it does have its own beauty, um, but the the novelty fades very very quickly. Let me guess what yeah. was up there. There was a Walmart, a dollar store, and a cowboy church. No, no, no. There was a there's a general store. That's it. Really? There, there's nothing. There's nothing like that. No. There's no bars. There's no alcohol. There's no restaurants. There's nothing. It's, was there CrossFit? No, there's nothing. I mean, it's it's, it's literally the go grab that ice road go grab that ice road truck wheel and yeah. put it around a parking lot. <laughs> but they're getting the five guys. Put those chains yeah. on. It's the end of the earth. But it it was yeah a very crazy life experience. I'm glad you know I went up there. I I, I got to do all that and everything. Um, but I guess one of the things I wanted to share with you guys was when I was in Anchorage and I was just I was driving to the office one day. I'm just I'm in my little Kia Soltis or whatever it's called. I, I don't remember the name of the, of the car. They already give you four wheel drive. They no, just they hope don't. Hope you survive this, right? They said good good luck. I know you're from the south. Good luck. But anyhow, so I'm driving and I'm I'm just um I I did a maneuver that I would do a hundred times every day in Houston and not even think twice about it. Um, I didn't put my blinker on and I just got over into the next lane. There was like plenty of space between the two cars and. I saw an opportunity and I took it, right? You took it. I took it, right. And then um, the guy behind me, I mean, he's in this like little Geo Metro or I don't know whatever. He just lays on the horn. I'm talking like over and over and over again. Wow. And I'm thinking like maybe there's something wrong with my car. Like maybe there's a dead guy. Like, 
you know, attached to like, you know, the, yeah, the, the, he's my in the back seat with the axe every time he flies. Yeah, yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe it's one of those things, right? And um, so I, I slow down and then he gets over. And then as he gets into the lane beside me, he rolls down the window. He's like, do you and, like Grey Poupon? <laughs> yeah. No, he sticks out his fucking middle finger, dude. He gives, he gives, he gives me the bird. Yeah. And um, so I guess what I've learned is that. I don't know what you get you out can't, of that. You, no, no, you can't drive. I mean, so the aggressive techniques that we've learned from driving in this overpopulated city is that those don't translate, you know, to other small town type atmospheres. Anyhow, so aside from that, uh, Alaska was fucking great. I mean, you know, Last Frontier. Your pictures picture, looked great, man. Pictures were good. Beer was good. Um, Did you see any bears up there? No, you know, I didn't see. So one of the things I was really upset about is. Apparently, there's supposed to be, like, fucking moose everywhere. Didn't see one moose. No kidding. No, but... How are the mosquitoes? Mos- no mosquitoes. But no they, mos- but are there mosquitoes up there? Actually, they, they, did, they did validify what you said about how fucking huge they are. Yeah. We're joking. So. I know. I watch a lot of Alaskan bush people. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not really. I've never seen the show. Yeah. So, uh... That's... The- I, I guess I'm just an idiot, but I thought that... Uh, people talk about if we have hard winters and hard freezes here... Mosquitoes aren't going to be bad, but it's obviously snows and freezes up there almost every day. But mosquitoes are yeah. bad. How is they just like turn, these just turn superhero? Turning summer. I don't know. I haven't got behind the science of it. Well, yet. imagine um, imagine all that ice melts at some point and leaves little pools all over the place of stagnant water. Stagnant water. Well, I understand that, but that happens here too. But we but, get one hard no, freeze. The, and they're like, no mosquitoes this year, and I'm like, really? Well, as I'm like no, dying. No, no they uh, right. the mosquitoes come out at like 65 degrees, don't they? I understand I that, know. but they're saying know. it kills. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I'm not a mosquitoologist, but anyhow. So I had some, I had some, uh, some good food. Oh, actually, I had had some moose jerky. That was really. Did you really have good. um? What's the the moose balls or whatever they're called? The um, Rocky Mountain oysters, lamb fries. Yeah. He's talking about that's not Alaska. That's uh, that's Rocky Mountains. That's yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Rocky Mountain oysters. You were close, but not yeah. close enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've eaten cow testicles before mm. at Calf Fry. I have not. I have not. And they're they're delicious. They were raw in a pasture on a bed. <laughs> they were delicious, and he was none too thrilled. <laughs> you had to castrate him right there. That's right. <laughs> That's how Brower does it. Anyhow, okay, I think in the raw, we are uh, we are running a little. Let's talk late about here. the beer, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and anyhow. I know I want to hear what Brower did this weekend, but let's do it in the beer section. Well, thank you. Because yeah. um, okay, anyhow, I so oh, yeah, I got a funny story about what happened this weekend. Cool. Anyhow, we will be. <laughs> we'll see. Good we God, will... can Ralph be a little more dismissive? No, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to cut it. We're we're going late, man. Sorry, we're just, we're going over time, man. Anyhow, we will be right back after this. back what do you have for us man oh i can't wait is this an alaska beer no. this, is one, this is one of the beers that uh, gold miners delight <laughs> or yeah. what is this is this like is it, is it, is it, is it some dungaree uh dungaree yeah like is this uh, some kind of pickaxe delight some, uh, inuit no. inuit juice yeah it was just made from whale blubber <laughs> <laughs> is this from the deadliest catch no oh, that's seasoning. right anyhow uh little side story real quick uh so in Alaska, um, they have these things called OSICs. 
Never heard of them, guys. Uh, no, is, are they no. a local native uh, ship? No, no. They are actually the uh, penis bone of a walrus. Uh, I knew that. I knew that. Did you know that? I I knew that. Oh, I didn't know they were called that. Mm-hmm. I have one of those on my keychain. I'm just. We gonna, called them Larrys. Yeah. So, guys, I'm just going to show you a picture of a uh, live. So, this is of to scale. Okay, of somebody holding an osic. Here you go. Oh, this is good pod. Do you yeah. see that? Okay, so it looks like a sword. Um, so what do you, what like do you a, see, guys? Tell, tell, tell the listener looks, what you it see. It looks like a white machete. Yeah, basically. Uh, it's about the length it, of a machete. I don't know what's worse about this picture, his expression, what he's holding, yeah. now that I know what it is, or the yeah. fact that he's like giving a like a town hall meeting. He's very excited. Like the way he's talking. It's he's like holding he's like, it up. He's he very, looks like Steve Jobs giving a presentation yeah. on this. He's, yeah, so what would you say? That's, was that three feet long? Two feet? What do you think? Two and a half, maybe? Uh, maybe yeah. two. It's feet. like a police yeah. billy club, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Anyhow, so this is Nosek. So it's a like I said, it's a it's a penis bone um, of a walrus. And you ate one of these? No, I wish. No, drink a beer made from one of those. No, no. So they, actually, they use them um, to stir beer in the Captain Cook Hotel. They use these as uh, tap handles. So they just have these like you know these Osic penis handles sticking out. Um, but anyhow, that is not the main point. The main point is we're How talking about... How did you about, even get that conversation started? Were you like, what is that? And they're like, eh, that's, well, that's bone. No, actually, so I was, yeah, I was at a, I was at a, I was at a bar and I saw this mm-hmm. thing um, picking up from the, uh, from the tap panel. I had to ask, I was like, what is it? Oh, that's an OSIC. And then I got this story. He's like, there's only one, <laughs> do the bartender. He said, there's actually only one other larger penis in the world than this. Do you know what it is? I said, no. He says, you're looking at it right here, motherfucker. Uh, that's a good Was it one. your boss? Yeah. Was that your boss? <laughs> yeah, was it on his desk? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I, but I, you know, I, I I was laughing my nuts off, and I was just like, God, that's, I wish I had that You wit. know how I got the name. What? Because it was actually called a Tom Rom, and then a girl, a college girl, showed it at a seminar like that, and she's like, oh, sick. And they're like, that's not bad. That's a dad joke about God. It's a keeper. Fucking terrible. Yeah, we'll get that one out. Anyhow, Added so the reason one. the reason why I didn't bring so I, I did bring home. Um, I probably overweighed my suitcase, probably twenty pounds to bring over a bone dicks. Well, no, God damn it. dick bones. No, to bring home fucking Alaska beer. Actually, I bought an extra bag too, so I could put a bunch of dirty clothes and nasty shit into another bag, so I can make room for a bunch of beer. We're not drinking that beer because I just don't know how well it'll go over um, with you guys. Now, me personally, it's some of the best beer I've ever had in my entire life, um, and it's very, very hard to get a hold of because they don't. Is it made from water from a glacier? No, it is not. Um, but it's just very, very. I mean, at least down here. I mean, we're you know four thousand miles away. It's just very, very hard to get a hold of. Um, yeah, I think it's because it's made in Alaska, right? Yeah, it's just not distributed, right? So I just didn't want to pop open a bottle and then, you know, just have you guys be No, like, man, dude, save it for your friends. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, save it for someone you really care about. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I mean, you, you guys... Just, you well, just save it for us. your other podcast about no, beer. Yeah. I mean, you guys... Hey, give your friends... <laughs> what give the your fuck? Friend, no. Give your friends the beer and just show us the Walrus I just... Porn. Yeah. That's all we hey, care about. Hey, here's some dicks. And uh, yeah. I'm saying no. my, my friends are out here drinking all this great yeah. beer. There's been like six people that have come by and gotten the beer when we've, while we've been recording, and he's <laughs> yeah. shown us a wall. Apparently, our record. beers aren't long enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I just don't think you guys, you know, maybe you would like it, maybe you won't. I'll tell you what. If you, okay, hold on. Let me let me throw this out here. Next podcast, if I break one out, you got to promise to like a it. A walrus dick or a beer? 
I make, I like make no promises. Yeah, see, that's the problem, man. Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I wanna... promise I'd do a spit take in your face. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can yeah, at least make that promise. And, yeah, and he just hates it. Or you hate it, or I don't know. I it's um just some really really good stuff. So. Well, what do we have I think today? you know uh, it tastes yeah. like shit. It's looks okay. like this looks pretty normal, like pretty mainstream. Yeah. So um so today so you know to like like I said today was Mother's Day and so we were just out by the pool cooking some burgers and um I wanted just a very very um light so we're getting into the summer here um and I wanted just a very very light light beer so this is called Hit King it is from No Label um it is a blonde ale. Five point four nine percent. It looks like there's a picture of Pete Rose on it. Yeah. So this is a Bondale that was brewed specifically for Pete Rose, the Hit King. Um, now I don't know exactly what the affiliation of the backstory. Yeah, is there other royalties being paid for this? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know what the backstory is be- behind a No Label and their their uh, love and desire for Pete Rose. No label. God, what a stupid name. Really? You think so? No label, and they have labels on their Is that the one out in Katy? Yeah, it's one in Katy. Oh, that's a great one, yeah. They don't have an air conditioner. They have I like them a lot, yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, anyhow. So, yeah, so this is their, you know, this is Hit King. Light in color. And this is the description right from their website. Light in color, but just enough of a hot presence at the end to make it enjoyable on any occasion. It goes perfect with barbecues, summer, and baseball. And gambling. And gambling. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> and cheating. And rides in vans. <laughs> and rides... This beer... What does it mean, rides in vans? What do you mean, like a like a bookie like you owe money to? Like, takes you in a ride in a van and... What? Where did you go? No! I don't know. I'm just fucking... What does that mean, ride can in we, a van? Can we smell this beer so I can go Hold ahead on, and... Hold on, I haven't poured it yet. Have you poured it yet? Oh, yeah. Yourself? Let's uh, let's get some pours going. So it's safe to say this beer will not make it into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Well, they really set their oh expectations. Oh, my God, he'll be through. here all fucking week. God, it's really good. All right, so let's look at the color. What do you guys see? It's it looks like... Um, like beer. Yeah, it looks like, I, looks like I need to start drinking more water. Okay, so you, you, you can almost see through it, but not quite. It's a little cloudy. It looks a little rosy. Yeah, I if see you look at top, carbonation-wise, there's, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of, a little a little bit bit of carb up top. Let's do a smell, quick smell. It didn't smell too bad. It didn't smell too bad. I don't hate it. I'm not, it doesn't. It's not offensive. It's not yeah. offensive. Hmm. I get a. So I get like a little bit of floral. I get, I get a little bit of little bit of uh, orange peel. Almost. It smells like yeah. really. Yeah, all that from bit. one smell. Yeah, just a little. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Oh, Did wow. you see that nose um, of his? He can get all kinds of things in there. I wake up and smell the coffee in Columbia, friends. <laughs> That's right. You have a spe- right. keep you that have- guy away from my cocaine. Did yeah. you actually have that surgery done where you can add a bone from your pinky toe to your nose so your smell's enhanced? That's a really weird thing. I don't know what you're talking about. It's I thought actually are you, are you talking about the Marilyn Manson phone. thing where Marilyn Manson oh, like he, yeah yeah his rib like cut out of the side and like no 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 this is getting hot. What? The beer's getting hot. All right, okay, let's go ahead. Let's go take, okay, cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Good idea. There we go. Good idea Sorry. on a bigger table. That's right. I gotta All right, walk let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? You got a low hot profile there. Um, yeah, it's not too hoppy. It's pretty crisp. It's... it's uh, it's a it's good, easy. nice, easy drinking ale. You know, it's pretty blonde good. Blonde ale. You can't, blonde ales are usually. You know what? I like it. You like it? Oh, my God. I do. I like it. Wow. You know what? He, the best Doesn't part like of, the name of the brewery, but likes the beer. 
you know, I got to tell you, it, there's no uh, aftertaste. I don't feel bad. I don't, I'm not going to feel any physical effects from this, like besides getting drunk. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is uh, it's not bad. I mean, the, the front taste is kind of weird, but yeah, it, it goes down pretty easily. That's good, man. Good. good. No, it's good. And there's, there's really no, yeah, there's really no aftertaste. So have this a few times. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of their label. They're putting out some really, really good stuff. And uh, yeah, so that might be I, one I actually probably drink more than one of. Yeah, and I, I gotta be honest with you, I don't really know the affiliation with uh, with Pete Rose and why they're so. Yeah, we probably should have done some research. I probably should have reached out to them. And be like, yeah, hey, I really is... feel like you just dialed this one in without doing no, any research. No, I just, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know. So, I, so you guys don't understand. For me, it's very, it's, I, I know what kind of beer I got to look out for to bring to the table here, right? So it's going to be something. That's, yeah, if it was up to you, it'd be all IPAs. Yeah, we no. Yeah, if it was up to me, it would be just some really weird, fucking, crazy, off the wall shit. Um, but you know, that's. So I try to do like those like maybe every two or three times, right? Just bring something. And I, I get to a point where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to bring like what I want to fucking drink, you know? Um, so um, I really try to hit, hit up the ones that I've had that I think are, you know, for the most part, pretty enjoyable. Um, and that, those are the ones well, I try to bring. Well, you definitely so. hit it home with this one. I have yeah. to say it's it's a good one. Yeah, I like it. And, you know, there's no, you know, just for a reminder here, there's no, um, nobody's paying us to say <laughs> Actually, don't not know. yet. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, obviously, nobody here is paying us to um, you know, review their beers or do anything like that. So, um, and we're giving honest opinions. Yeah, because they're, they're I don't pretty. Think are, well, maybe you, Ralphie, for yeah. politics, but uh, because you have to. Yeah, I mean, uh, but they're they're pretty fucking honest reviews. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, very honest, and uh, yeah. yeah, this is uh, it's not bad. I, if I came across this on a flight, I wouldn't mind drinking it. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. So. I agree. Good stuff, man. Good choice. All right, cool. All right, so that was uh, that was Hit King from No Label, and uh, we will be right back after this with the blood, with the blood. And we okay. Cut that shit. Edit that out. No, you like that? I thought it was okay. <laughs> Stop. Calm down. Jesus right, Christ. Man. Anyway, Josh, are you ready for your blood? I am. And I'm ready. For, I'm ready. For, I'm kind of ready for your blood too. Well, this this case, I can't believe I never heard of. It's pretty. By the way, pretty just, interesting. Can I just say that I, mm-hmm. whatever you're going to say, I've heard of it. I just want you to know that. I'm going to say no, I'm no. not trying. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just um, saying that if there's some negative shit going on in this town, I fucking well, you, I, I fucking snuffed it out. You weren't born yet, and it also involves Matthew McConaughey. So no. What are the chances of you knowing? You mean it involves Matthew McConaughey? You're about to find out. Wait, what is dad a hitman? No, that's Woody. Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman. Oh, okay. So this story was he uh, really? Sorry, real quick. Oh, okay. was he really? Yeah, verified. Yeah, look it up. They was in the drugs. They were from mafia. Who, who is this? Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman. White man can't jump. Uh, the very same. Sounds in a, like a in real white life man for a movie he played in. In real life, he was a hitman. Sounds like white white man can't shoot either. Hmm. There you go. Oh, oh, there's that train. God, that was dumb. That was oh, horrible. We can't. Yeah, we got to pause it. We can't do the train. No, it's okay. I'll really? edit it out. Don't worry. Yeah, fuck it. You have a train delete button. <clears throat> I don't. <laughs> just fucking go. Okay, so our story 
begins in the 1970s in a beautiful nearby city called Galveston, Texas. I'm assuming y'all heard of that place? I've been oh, there. It's, the, it's a lovely island. Oh, I've been there. The beaches unmatched in the U.S. Yeah. Actually, you know, so somebody, sorry, real quick. I was talking to somebody in Alaska, and they were talking about, I was talking to somebody in Alaska, and they were talking about how much they loved Houston because how much they love Galveston. I said, how many fucking times have you been there? They said, like, the water when they were there was, like, crystal blue. They're like, oh, I'm in Galveston Beach in Florida. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Anyhow, go ahead. So, anyway, in the 1970s, Galveston's uh, popularity was starting to come back. Um, People were starting to hit the beaches, et cetera, more or less booming again. That was until girls started coming up missing. Really? In the Galveston area, nearby cities like Baycliffe, Santa Fe, Texas City. This is not to be confused with the Texas Killing Fields, a very popular story that was made into a movie. That is not this story. Uh, To be exact, there were five girls that were found murdered in 1971 and six more from 1974 to 1977, all of which had no suspects. Did not know this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hitchhiking also was pretty popular back then. I don't know if you guys remember this in the in the 70s when y'all were not born, neither was I. Yeah. But, you know, the 60, late 60s, 70s, hitchhiking was pretty cool. My I, only uh, memory of a hitchhiking was I was was driving down the road one time when I was a little kid, probably like the early 80s. Just left the house. Yeah, I was, uh, was with my, my, <laughs> my, my uncles or something, whatever. And there was a guy standing in the road leaning into the... Uh, Leaning into the street. That's when you went look for bre- for berries? No, he was screaming. He, he was wearing one of those jackets with like a. No wonder you remember this. You remember the jackets with the patches on the on the. Oh, like on top the elbows? down, like a fly jacket. No, 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 no. It was like a tweed jacket with patches on the elbows. Oh, oh like he yeah. was leaning. Like he was leaning out into like, into a major road, like yelling at people to stop. Like stop! He was walking down the road. I was, was like, somebody dead. I asked, no, no. He was just walking down the road with a backpack, and I asked my uncle. I was like, what was that? He's like, oh, that's a hitchhiker. I was like, okay, <laughs> they look fucking scary. <laughs> no shit. That That's was- okay. Oh, and then we uh, when I was with some cousins one time in Louisiana, Mississippi, and uh, we picked up a hitchhiker and uh, had him go buy a spear, and then we left him to the store. <laughs> what? <laughs> one way ticket, pal. <laughs> Hope you wanted to go to the gas station. <laughs> and he yeah. comes back out with beer for everyone, and you're. That's gone. right. No, we grabbed him and said, "All right, man, we'll see you later." And he's like, "Well, give me a ride." We're like, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, and so you sent him in to buy beer for you. Yeah, oh. absolutely. You fucking dick. Anyhow, that is amazing, dude. That's dude. Wait, that's, wait, wait. That was a great idea. Yeah, have you, how many times have you ever have you ever pulled a hey mister? No, what is that? <laughs> you don't know what a hey mister? <laughs> no, hey mister. It's like you know you're you're like I've, fourteen or fifteen years old. You're oh, standing outside yeah. the stand outside oh. the fucking convenience store. You ask some dude you're like, <laughs> there's nothing him. like pulling a hey mister when you're sixteen, and you're like, hey, uh, hey mister, you can buy me some beer. He's like, all right, what do you want? Uh, five 12 packs of Bush Light, please. Yeah. Here's $25 and eight. I wanted you to roll that keg out. Do they have taps here, too, or just the kegs? I mean, we've given the guy extra. Were you I mean, successful doing this? Is uh, that... Multiple times. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, multiple times. Some guy was just, saw, like, he saw themselves in you, basically. Well, that, uh, I mean, you know. I was I can never pull that off, but I also I, I never had the, I I always, the balls to do that. I did that, it dude, several times. I think I just stood out because I would show up at a gas station with rollerblades on. <laughs> so I think they're like, "This guy ain't got a car. He obviously knows how to work those skates." But yeah, okay, sorry. Anyway, so sorry. Uh, everyone was hitchhiking back at this time in the United States. Galveston wasn't immune to this. Everyone was doing it, and the reason I mention that is because uh, some of the girls that were found murdered were frequently seen hitchhiking in the Galveston area. Also, kids around this time they would hang out at surf shops. 
this story talked about surfing a lot in Galveston, which I could see in Corpus or maybe Surfside. There's not a lot of waves. Yeah, I don't know, but it's definitely, I guess, in the 70s, I mean, surfs, surf was up, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. waves have really gone down. Yeah. No, there's no waves. Like, the only time there's waves in Galveston. Maybe uh, storm. inflation's gotten to them. They just no. I think maybe it was just because no. What I think it was, it was there was like a movement of surfing. Like I know, it I was know. newish, yeah. right? And yeah. I, I think it was like the just, surfers and like the karate kids. Like, exactly. Lighting in the parking lot. Yeah. And there's like everybody just saw endless summer and everybody just wanted to fucking right. So anyway, uh, everyone hang out at the local surf shop, and this is where a man by the name of Edward Howard Bell comes into play. Edward Bell was oh. a former Texas A&M graduate. Who played the trombone? I found that to be weirdly odd. What's wrong with the man's trombone? Uh, he graduated with a physical education degree from AM and he started a family. Texas a Yeah. Became a father of three, moved to West Texas, and was a traveling pharmaceutical rep. Also, around this time, he started having run ins with the law in West Texas with his family. Uh, he was being arrested numerous times for flashing and masturbating in public. Happens to me all the time. You just don't get caught. Brower, what about you? Wait, wait, that's a crime? Yeah. Just the uh, <laughs> only difference is you haven't been caught yet. Oh, wait. Is that m- mopery? Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. That's exposing yourself to a blind person. <laughs> what? Is that sorry. real? That's not real. <laughs> totally real. No, it's not. Mopery. On the books? Look it up. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. We're exposing have... yourself to a blind person. No. We're going to have to have our listener look into that one. Literally, no pun intended. Uh, anyway, to get a lesser punishment for these crimes, he would say he was going to seek help. So he would, yeah. whatever reason, he was not really a con man, but he was like a car salesman when, he, when it came to stuff like this. So he wouldn't ever get any kind of serious jail time. He would just say he's going to go get help, which he tried to at some point, right? Uh, however, the arrest started to mount up, and finally he agreed that he would get psychiatric help at none other, none other than uh, Jenny Seeley Hospital in Galveston Island, which has been there forever. Have you been there? Yes, to overdose. Not no, not alcohol poisoning. No, for sexual reassignment surgery. Not, no. Yes, just that was the project I was working on. Okay. Anyway, uh, before moving, his family left him pretty much. That was they were finding out about all these crimes. This was the last straw when he was uh, told he needed to move from West Texas to Galveston. His wife essentially left him, and all three of his kids never had a relationship with him again. Yeah. Uh, when he was in Galveston under care, uh, he began. Uh, diving that was his new hobby he was, became a diver he actually became a in licensed Galveston? you yeah. can see shit in front of you I, I know surfing and diving I don't know yeah. he became so a licensed I, diver real quick for, for, for our listener who does not live in and around the Texas area who's never been to Galveston it's like the muddiest of muddiest gulf waters every now and then it's it's blue water and you you, you know you get some uh, you get some clarity like through the water but to be a fucking diver in Galveston right that's gotta no, be a shitty gig anyhow. no I again that and the surfing to me was very strange but anyway this diving and becoming becoming a licensed diver it would later introduce him to his future business partner which was a local surf shop owner that I previously mentioned the surf shop yeah he worked at they offered uh, both surf gear and diving in their new found venture at the shop and by the way the surf shop owner was oblivious to Bell's past. He simply thought he was kind of a weirdo, but he didn't know his stuff about diving, thought it was a great uh, business model. Anyway, this is how Bell began to meet locals, a lot of the younger girls that were surfing there. Uh, two of the murder girls in particular that we'll talk about later, uh-huh. uh, Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson, these two would be eventually tied to Bell at a later date. So all these girls were going to the surf shop. It was the cool thing to do. Everyone was hitchhiking. Free love, you know, basically surfing, I guess diving or whatever. Yeah. Throughout his time in Galveston, he'd been charged another seven times for sex crimes against girls. So oh, this wow. guy is 
basically Jesus. up to no good. He's a now, predator, man. Right. Is the you know what's crazy, though? This is like the 70s, right? It's like, oh, yeah. oh you fondled a 14-year-old girl? Back on the street you go. Well, this guy deal. was stereotypically like pull up and his uh, motive or his motive operation was to pull up in like a pickup truck or even, believe yeah. it or not, a white van with yeah. no windows. I mean, this is like a panel van. Super in a craft beer. <laughs> yeah. He loved walrus penis. <laughs> anyway, so fast forward to 1978. Yeah. Larry Dickens, a U.S. Marine who was mowing his yard in Pasadena, Texas, while his wife Dorothy was inside doing dishes. Um, oh, I was know. surprised. Oh, I yeah. fucking know this. Do you I really? know? Yes, I know this. Okay, well, I see. know the connection you were talking about earlier. You motherfucker, go ahead. Okay, so his wife he was Dorothy, his lawn, right? His wife Dorothy ran out to the front yard. I know why you know this too, by the way. Oh, I fucking his know wife that. Dorothy uh, came running out and said, "Oh my god, there's a guy that just pulled up in a red truck and yeah. he's naked from the waist down, and yeah. he is showing himself, and now he is masturbating." Uh, in front of them. the kids are out in the front yard. So imagine this dad, this ex marine's like, okay, fuck that. So he runs this guy, yeah, and stops him, obviously, which is a weird conversation con- to c- confront a guy with his dick hanging out. But hey, guess, you stop yeah. doing that. The guy with the dick out. Yeah, stop I don't know. That's, it. That had to be a, a really weird fight. But anyway, so Sorry. he stopped. Yeah. He stopped him and he grabbed his keys so the guy couldn't drive off because oh, passing a, yeah, passing yeah. a police had already been notified. Okay. Well this pissed off Bell and yeah. he went into his truck and pulled out a pistol. Bottomless by the way. Yeah bottomless. He's bottomless. Yeah he <laughs> So he gets out of his whole, truck. I mean, yeah, he had, he had yeah. a picture of the whole scene. I mean this guy yeah. is he is at full salute wrestling Jesus this guy. Christ. Got his keys. The guy probably brushes his penis against his door, grabs his pistol, <laughs> pulls it out and shoots Four to five times yeah. at Larry Dickens, who falls to the ground yeah. and starts getting back up to stumble, and he crawls over to his wife, who eventually tries to help him. Yeah, Bell comes, goes back to his truck, grabs a military grade rifle, yeah, and comes back to finish him off. Point blank, essentially shoots him between the eyes and kills him dead. Fuck. Takes off. Right, the police yeah. hears the police coming. Takes off on a high speed chase for about twenty minutes, and he's caught. Because he uh, ends up in a cul-de-sac, which... Do you remember that story about our friend? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But we won't say his last name. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> he leaves all pissed off. Yeah, we Matt, had a, Matt guy leave. Matt yeah, guy leave. Listener, we, <laughs> yeah. we had a friend. Oh, can we stop? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, tell the story. Listener, so, yeah. we had a friend at a party, and he got into a big fight with one of our other friends, and he is like, I am out of here. Screw all you guys. Blowout fight. Throwing beer bottles on the ground. Ran outside. We all went out in the front yard to stop him. No, he, don't leave. Yeah, and he's like, let's work you know, it out. Screw all y'all. He gets in his car, and I mean, you could not push the pedal to the metal anymore to this truck. It even like it probably he burned some tires, <laughs> but he didn't know that he was burning tires right into the cul-de-sac. <laughs> so he had to do a really slow drive-by. Like, well, I'm gonna well, fuck you all guys again the second time. He's, you could see he was like no, so no. embarrassed. I remember. I sorry, I was there too. I remember the. But the, the the loop that he did in the cold yeah. sack, it's like he was going so fast. All of a sudden, he saw it. Uh, he just had a he had a fucking stop. But he did it like so passively, right? And he just went so slow around the loop. But then, then he punched back. it again. Yeah, he's like, now I'm gonna really show you. Fuck you, motherfucker! What this V6 truck will do, motherfucker! Oh uh, god, no! I think it was a Ford Ranger. It, it was I like don't a really know. It was a green one. If I remember. Even worse, anyway, but, go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, so he was arrested and. 
Believe it or not, he was released on bail for $125,000. Again, being released on bail after you just killed someone. And I think on of, bail, right, you only have to put up a certain percentage, right? It's so like 5 or 10%, I believe. Yeah, it's not even like, it so it's like 12 grand. Okay. No, you know, it's your bond. Yeah, no. You're, right, you but, put up a bail bond against Yeah, but that money goes away. So if it's $125,000, well, it goes away if you It goes towards if you skip town, right? Yeah. No, right. no, 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 no. Bond goes away forever. You, you're, you're, oh, the down, yeah, the down payment. Yeah, no, so you, your okay, bail, yeah. if you post your bail, you're one twenty hundred twenty five thousand dollars uh, then you can get that back. Okay. But That's you post your bonds because they're assurance. As you can insurance. see, we get arrested all the time. Right. So it's changed a lot since we were at convicts. Anyway, so. College students, actually. This guy point blank kills someone. I mean, he knows that people saw him do it. Murdered. He gets out on bail. I don't know who paid it, but that person's screwed because he skips town and is gone for 14 years. Oh, wow. With the exception of being seen one time, he broke into a house in Bryan, Texas, but it doesn't matter. And this is where you insert our favorite show, which you may have heard it from, Unsolved Mysteries. Dude, I was going to say, right. I know exactly so the connection. So on December 2nd, 1992, uh, he, this was aired on Unsolved Mysteries because he was one of the top uh, people they were looking for in the United States, actually. Right. Yeah. And the funniest part about it is that this was also the debut TV appearance for none other than Matthew McConaughey. Can I he just... Is, can he you, is seen on this episode. Can I and just... And it's the funniest can, picture. I'll show you all a picture of it. No, no, no. Yeah, I was going to recount it for you guys. because him I, in the Because I remember it. But, yeah, so people who follow I Fear No Beer, I did like a whole thing about... Oh, you've already talked about this. So, yeah, so I, I did a whole thing, like a whole video series about me rewatching. All the unsolved oh, yeah, mysteries no, because sure. they, you know, they've been rebroadcasted on Amazon. Did you see it in there and catch it? Yeah, yeah. So if you guys haven't watched it, go on to Amazon Prime. If you guys are Prime members, you can go on. You go on, you can fucking see every goddamn episode. But there is this one of Matthew McConaughey. I think Reggie, was, that was the guy who got killed, right? The guy's name was Reggie, I think. No, Dickens? Dickens. It was, Larry it was, Dickens. Yeah. Larry Dickens, sorry. Yeah, you're playing Larry Dickens. And Matthew McConaughey is out there with his shirt off. With his shirt, I mean, no, he's he's got like this little short sleeve shirt on. It's open, and it's just fucking. His chest is like oiled to the max, dude. And like yeah. the sun is like it's his oily chest is glistening in the sun, and um, it's just really it's, gratuitous. It's yeah. Well, so. anyway, shortly after the show aired, uh, Unsolved Mystery host Robert Stack was awoken to a page from two people reaching out to him. I'm what? Joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, but I wondered how you know like, what the how fuck? they contact him. Anyway, yeah. so two people called in and yeah. said they had information as to this guy they just saw in Unsolved Mysteries. They stated they knew Edward Bell. Yeah, he was living in Panama City, Panama, and had wow. been there for at least ten years. While wow. there, he was living under a, an assumed name. Actually, it was his cousin's name who was deceased, and he went by the nickname Wally. Yeah, and he was giving diving tours and living on a sailboat, which sounds pretty fucking sweet. It actually, does sound pretty cool, right? It's uh, like you was, expose yourself and you, you kill somebody. And, yeah, I mean, so you do that for years. And, and he finally go, got his life back together? Go to an exotic place. But anyway, so he was quickly extradited to the United States to face his crime, which he was in court and given seven years in prison. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets weird. Seven years for murder? Seventy. 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 Okay. Right. While in Huntsville, Texas, eat him up, cats. I love Huntsville. In maximum prison. He gave multiple chilling confessions via letters to a DA down near Huntsville. Really? And who, uh, who thought these were just false statements, by the way, and okay. basically threw them in the trash. But in 1998, Bell described murdering the girls I talked about earlier, Ackerman and Johnson. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, I forgot you mentioned all that. Right. So he put in the letter that he was, he goes, quote, unquote, I was brainwashed into killing Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson in November 
1971. And he went on to describe how he shot, raped, and threw their bodies over a remote bridge uh, where the bodies actually were found stripped and bound. Now, so I don't none know, of those I ever heard about, by the way. Yeah, I don't know that he... Yeah, this is where it gets interesting, or it's crazy, but I, didn't, I don't know that he... Uh, that information was public knowledge. In other words, could he have fabricated this, or did he read yeah. about it? That's the part I was really unclear on, which I'm going to get to all that. But anyway, Ackerman uh, and Johnson were last seen hitchhiking and getting a ride from a man driving a white van yeah. earlier in the 70s. Bell owned a white 1971 Ford van, so... They're putting two and two together. Maybe right. th- maybe he's not lying. And this actually, this case with these two girls has been recently reopened, the cold case. Okay. Uh, one of the letters, he confessed in great detail to nine other murders in the Galveston area. He titled the letter, The Eleven That Went to Heaven. Oh, my God. Yeah. The letter kind of seemed to ramble on a bit. Uh, mentioned different murders of, of girls. Uh, all of them were unsolved. Let's try to be more creepy. Yeah. It was super, the weird, the, the letter was super weird. Uh, there was one conviction out of all these 11 girls, but I'm not going to go into that because some people think that guy was innocent anyway. But he did claim, as I said earlier, that he was being brainwashed. He said as a kid... Brainwashed he was, by who? Well, I'm getting to that. He said he was part of a brainwashing program forced on him by his father to be a flasher, to rape girls, Bullshit. and to ultimately kill. Uh, he, he also listed that formal, former uh, scoutmasters and a cousin and his three ex-wives were part of the program. So this yeah, guy is like psychopath, dude. Yeah, totally. He said he had uncontrollable cravings for sex with younger women. Don't we obviously. all? Yeah, right. Brower, um, back me up. Yeah, he said that his dad. Uh, no brainwashing here. Yeah. <laughs> he said his dad wanted him to do one thing, and that was to or two things. That was to uh, rape a young girl and kill her. So this guy is like definitely all over the place. Yeah. Um, now, as of 2017, he has says that the confession is fake. And that he was suicidal at the time. He was simply trying to get the state to execute him because he didn't want to be in prison. So he yeah. started fabricating these 11 killings. Okay. However, I mean, some of the stuff that he knew was pretty fucking detailed. Yeah, he knew stuff that probably was not in the paper. Right. He yeah. said he had no recollection of any of, the, any of these girls, did not know any of these girls. But you can go on YouTube and watch interviews with him with news reporters, and he is literally saying that he did all this stuff Yeah. on TV. Anyway, he also uh, went a step further and said that he did not kill... Um, Dickens either. He said that the cops showed up and they killed him. Bullshit. So, and this guy's really grasping at straws Yeah. at this point. But anyway, and I was wearing pants. Right. The reason I brought this story up is I don't want to go too much into all the, the cases and in much more of it because this particular case right now on A&E, there is a yeah. six-part uh, doc, a documentary they did about yeah. this. They've reopened this. Uh, a retired detective here in the Houston area, Galveston area, and they're going through each episode about all of these cases, and it's super fascinating. Really? We started watching it, Ashley and I, and we two episodes burned right through it. But What's it called? Do you know what it's called? It's called The Eleven. The Eleven, okay. It's on A&E, wow. and it's called The Eleven, and it's really well done. I mean, it's not you know, yeah. a crap show, but it's, it's a documentary about all of these 11 girls. Anyway, it's uh, the guy's a nut. Go on YouTube and just Google him. The guy's a total nutcase, but he is still alive in uh, prison in Navasota. Wow. And was not executed. He was actually up for parole in 2013, and they didn't give it to him, obviously, because he started saying all the stuff that he did, so they probably need to prove now that he's a, he could be a serial killer. No shit. But anyway. God, this stuff's still going So it's still going on. I mean, it's just it's not... Yeah, yeah. It's like I, un- trust me, unresolved. Yeah. I think y'all, as well as our listeners, should yeah. watch that documentary. I've never I haven't even heard of it. Wow. The 11. Yeah. It is really good. Pretty fucked up. I mean, as good so, as, you know... 
Yeah, oh, that's great. Thank, thank you very much, Josh. And this is not yeah. the Killing Fields. This is not to be confused. This is a whole other ball game. That's wow. a whole other yeah. It's story. Yeah, Killing Surfer. Killing yeah. Surfer. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy, man. Thanks a lot. So one of the things I've noticed, you know, because of this whole true crime you know, resurgence of of all this information that's coming out, and like you know, like I had said multiple times before, and just you know, even a few moments ago, like I was a huge fan of Unsolved Mysteries and just you know loved to. Freak- Did you know there was another host besides Robert Stack? Yeah, that, well, they, yeah, so yeah, they did. They it was did. terrible. Well, no, yeah, so they well, did. Was it Al from? Um, no, I thought it was the guy uh, from Weekend at Bernie's. They did. A, they did a second re, uh, iteration of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, it was bad. And basically, it was Al just, from Home Improvement. Wasn't they it? just no, Richard no, no, Karn? no, no. They no, I can't remember the guy's. <sighs> it looked name. like the guy from Weekend at Bernie's. It doesn't matter because it was really it was shitty. Dead, yeah, oh. but basically, what they did was they just replaced all the Robert Stack voiceovers with this fucking guy's yeah, yeah. voiceovers, which was the best part of the show. It was besides the music, exactly. It was fucking terrible. It just like didn't. Even anyhow, but my, my my point was is that what I'm starting to see is that these old cases are coming back up that were featured on Unsolved Mysteries, and not only are you getting closure because there was an update that that Bell guy did get arrested because I saw that on the latest iteration on Amazon. Yeah, that was the big thing. Yeah, the all break. this other shit is starting to come out, like so all this background information and all these other stories. Now, the other one that's that's on uh, Netflix right now, The Evil Genius, is that what it's called? Or is, that's what I'm going to watch next. Is it Evil Genius? Evil Genius. It's yeah. awesome. So there was a whole thing on Unsolved Mysteries about that one, too, about the guy with the collar with the, And with all the DNA stuff that's out there, this, yeah. those, I mean, I was thinking the whole time on this Bell case that, oh, my God, they've got to get yeah. the DNA. So, there's, so they're probably going to send that off. So the point is, um, all these resolutions are kind of coming to a head, right? Mm-hmm. So much time has passed. Investigators keep going and going. Uh, suspects are being arrested. People are being charged, and there's just like so much more to the story. Right. And so it's um it's just this gigantic, big, huge, you know, twenty year loop. And mm-hmm. also, you know, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, My Favorite Murder. Yep. Um, yeah. Really, fucking. If you guys haven't listened to that, it's fucking great. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, they're Two hilarious. chicks who do. Uh, they One do, of them's uh, a stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just funny as shit. They're great. Big inspiration, actually, for this uh, for this podcast. But anyhow, um, they had an investigator on there and basically just saying how many people are killed and murdered and how much is unsolved. Mm-hmm. Brower, if you guys remember on a past episode, you know, he was talking about the closure rates, and they're abysmal. It's not just in Houston. It's everywhere. And a lot of murders actually go unsolved. And what's happening right now, because you know this whole true crime resurgence is happening— People are getting together. Web sleuths. Yeah, web sleuths, right. They're, they're getting together. They're talking. And um, it's basically just like having... Um, like you know, a million detectives. A million detectives, In right, exactly. Forums. Yeah, they're right. talking. They're putting two and two together. And some of them are figuring yeah. stuff out. Yeah. Just by talking it through. A big example that is this East Area, East Area Rapist thing. So, granted... So, there was Colonel Mustard in the library. <laughs> with the candlestick. <laughs> with the candlestick. A good example is the East Area Rapist. You know, so granted, that was not solved by armchair detectives. It was it actually was solved, solved by, by this, advanced this podcast. Yeah, it was solved by this fucking podcast. Um, no, but it was it was solved, um, you know, through technology. But the bottom line is, none of that stuff would happen if it wouldn't have been, you know, re- resurfaced and um, I guess repackaged into like a you know a new um, a new format for people to listen to. So. Anyhow, um, wrapping it up there. Thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That was that was fucking great. I did not know. 
about any of that. I mean, I thought it just you just I, knew the Matthew McConaughey part. Well, yeah, I mean, I, right, but I just <laughs> he just texted six to the sexy. Yeah, I wonder why you and had that poster sexy. of him on your wall that was yeah, from that episode. But fucking, that's baby all greased up. Yeah, fucking yeah. Matthew McConaughey pushing pushing a fucking With long arm line. butter on. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, again, Josh. Great, great work. Thanks a lot. And uh, I think uh, after this, Brow, are you ready? You ready for that? That's one? right. We got a big one. We got big Houston news. Big. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you know, most of these uh, weirdos in the city probably don't know this since it's full of trans. What about the Rockets winning? No. Oh, okay. Anyhow, we will be right back. A story from the past. Mm. After this. Kick up. Here we are. We're back. Hey, up, everybody here with the Bayou section. Here we are. Brower's hey, Bayou. Hey, Brower, before you start, can I just acknowledge something real quick? Oh, here we go. No, no, no. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, so Brower. Brower you drank a Keystone Light today? No, no. Listen, so Brower was in Louisiana earlier today, and he was kind enough um, to stop and get me one of my favorite fucking loggers um, that, I mean, I think most craft Beer drinkers can say with a hand over the heart they love it. The Yingling traditional lager. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's I, bought good. A, I bought a 12 pack yesterday, drank six of them. They were great. It's uh, uh, Speaking of Louisiana, yeah. I forgot to mention this in the top part, portion of our show. I mm-hmm. uh, found out uh, yesterday that my brother in law, the canine officer, arrested his stepdaughter's grandfather and his brother. For having a knife fight in their front yard. What? That's what a you, lot to soak. Did yeah, he have his dog with him or was the rover I'm watching? No, he, 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 he had the canine with him and he said, I'd have turned the canine loose on their cars, but all they drive is, all they ride is bicycles because none what? of them have licenses. Wow. Yeah. So that is Louisiana. That oh, is, uh, that uh, yeah, is, I'm going to need uh, knife cars fight. for that one. I don't even understand that. fight. That's better than my uh, in 2018. Uh, okay, huh. so big, big news in Houston. I, and there is no way that anyone who's listening to this, that is anyone that's ever passed through this dump of a city, does not know this story. Beautiful but city. But I'm here to tell you right now. Last Friday, one of Texas's most notorious killers, Clara Harris was released from prison. That's right. Uh, that's 16 right, yeah. years ago, Clara was a pretty impersonable dentist who lived Colombian. In, huh? Colombian girl. Sorry, go ahead. Clara was a pretty impersonable dentist who lived in a prosperous South Houston suburb with her husband, David, an orthodontist, and their twin three-year-old sons. Yeah. Uh, she got into her uh, S-Class 430 Mercedes-Benz and drove to Nassau Bay Hilton across the highway from Johnson Space Center. I remember that. That's right, and she had, she had uh, her husband's her husband's daughter. So her stepdaughter was with her when she confronted her husband in the NASA holding Bay the Hilton. Starbucks cup the whole time. Yeah, well, Clara and Lindsay, the daughter, walked into the lobby just as David, her husband, and his office receptionist Gail Bridges were emerging from an elevator. Days earlier, David admitted to Clara that he and Gail had been having an affair, and he promised Clara that he would end it. Obviously, he hadn't. Clara, who had been tipped off to David's whereabouts by a private investigator she hired, went berserk. 
Uh, she lunged at Gail, slapped her, grabbed her shirt, and tore it off while screaming, You bitch, he's my husband. Wow. At the same time, Lindsay, his daughter. Can we stop real quick? I don't think any woman would ever do that for me. It would be like a, Oh, you're fucking her? See you later. I mean, like, <laughs> I would never get, I would never get, like, if a, anything, yeah. You know, like, he's mine, you motherfucker. Like, what about the people that. that are in town, like, the little kid with his family? He's like, Daddy, is that a mad astronaut fighting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph is somebody. If you cheat on your wife, it'll be, she'll more internalize that, thinking to herself, yeah. like, I've already made the gigantic mistake of marrying you, and now yeah. look what happened. That was already a stretch, so, uh, yeah, so good oh, luck, motherfucker. Yeah. So, so the daughter's hitting the daughter was hitting dad too, saying, "I hate you, I hate you, I hate you." Eventually, Claire and Lindsay stormed back out to the Mercedes. They saw David and Gail heading to Gail's SUV in a different part of the parking lot. Clara suddenly gunned the engine and raced towards him. The Mercedes glanced off Gail's SUV and hit David before he can get out of the way. Oops. Propelling him 25 feet across the lot. Jesus, mm. 25 feet? Yeah. Oh, Lindsay fuck. opened up the door, stuck her feet on the ground as if she was attempting to escape. According to witnesses who then saw Clara whip the car around, hit the accelerator again, and drive over her husband's crumpled body a second time. Uh, then yep. she did another 180 and ran over yeah. him a third That time. was all on video. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I did... So oh what I, what I my actually, God. I'll tell you what, when I saw the video, it was going around and around and around and around. Like, yeah, it was, it, I thought yeah. it was more than three times. They looped it, was, it. They looped it. Oh, they okay. Looped it. Hey, uh, so let me ask you a question. Do you feel any better if you're getting run over when it's a Mercedes versus like a Geostorm? I don't know. Well, I mean, Probably. first of all, you know, that was my ride in college. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I'm not here to brag, uh, but I did have a Oh, he rocked that Geostorm. Well, I had a Geostorm, I had a Geostorm with a sweet bass setup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, single and in bass. in lieu too. of a button. 65 to, miles a gallon, I think, too. I, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Like, you got like one mile in it with a girl in the car, and then she's like, this is dumb. <laughs> but I, in, in, I in, in lieu of having like a button for my bass, I had wired up a fan switch. So you, like, you pull a fan cord. <laughs> so I had to use two hands. Hands and pulled a little chain, and that's when that bass kicked in for the ladies. That's when, you, that's when it was time to get turned up. I don't know what I was thinking, yeah, when I got that car. But I mean, <laughs> didn't you have a key broken off in the ignition and in the back? Oh, that's hatch? Right. Yeah, the key, no, it was broken off. You could break into your car and no. start it without any keys. So I broke the key off in the door one day, and then I broke it off in the ignition a different day. And so I had one broken key that worked both broken keyholes. Wow! And then I used my fan switch for the bass, but. So it was clean though, man. That, that, just, that AC uh, valet drivers cold. loved it. They're like, "What is this half key? <laughs> you you valet that piece of shit?" Wow. Yeah, well, it's, you know, what going? My hey. God, boy, that is. Have you ever, ever valeted a crappy car and like hand them your keys and apologize? Like, I'm sorry, man. It's just yeah, don't even truck, worry man. about it. Look, it just, <laughs> like my hey, that Ranger I bought in, in college and I kept it for eight years. The Raptor. Uh, the trimmer bro. was it called trimmer or trimmer yeah. trimmer okay yeah. yeah the raptor is like the way more expensive <laughs> you're like I'm gonna yeah, need, I'm gonna need you to park this one uh, yeah. face up <laughs> another hood keep I'm gonna it need close to, and keep it warm <laughs> face this up to another truck that I'm gonna need to jump when I come back out in the parking yeah, that's lot right. Make sure uh, that's right it was yellow I remember it was you're yellow you're right it was yellow didn't you like god the, like, the story of you getting that car procuring that car like didn't you say like after like go I remember you so I remember you drove back to where we were living in college and you were so excited, and everybody. You and know, I wasn't but, so excited. Well, no, hold on, hold on. It was like a, it's a yellow, yellow Ranger, right? It was like a yellow Ranger. Uh, extended then, cab, step side. And then, and then I think I, I want to say maybe like three months later, you're like, 
You got me. That motherfucker talked me into being excited about it. What I liked about that. Did truck you not is, say that? I just want to make sure. Nothing like that. No, I, I, I was. I was standing there at the dealership and I had, had an option of this. Like I wanted to get something practical in a truck and something utilitarian made sense. And then I had, I had a choice of this one or a black one. And the the yellow one had like a radio in it and based and you know it had like a speakers and amplifier and all that crap. And I was like. It was a coin flip, and I was talking to and one they of my buddies. Card, they also had a cardboard cutout of David Hasselhoff in the back. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I didn't want to have it. It did look like a Baywatch, right? Car. Yeah, that's right. Well, you can go to the beach in that car, and people would be like, "I need Fuck, help yeah. over here." Guess how many? Yeah. Hey, you know how many miles I had on it when I bought it? Sixty-nine. That's right. All beach miles. Boy, that's, that's right. And hey, uh, this is uh, that's also the right This was uh, what is this? Eighteen years ago, I, I smoked a cigarette in. the in it on the way home from the dealership. Congratulations. I was like, I am cool. <laughs> the day, the brand new car. Smoked a, smoked a Bought cigarette. Bought some red shorts, mm-hmm. swim shorts on the way home. That's yeah, right. Anyhow. Anyway. Back to Claire Harris. Yeah, so answer your question. I, I so think she, yeah. I think the ride was probably better in the, in the in the Mercedes as they were hitting him, which is terrible yeah. to say, but... Yeah. And the daughter was in the riding shotgun, well, you, right? You also, yeah, you also run the risk of a, like a little tiny car, like a Geo Storm, not killing you all the way. Yeah, it might take you like eight or nine laps, you know, to it get would them piss them off. Yeah, yeah right. Mercedes, they're um, heavy car, they're heavy German automobiles. Yeah. By the way, this uh, this this story made international headlines. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she yeah. was she was dubbed the driller. It was killer. Uh, one of the commercials. The what killer for Mercedes? The driller killer. The driller killer. That's what they called her. Yeah, it was a story. Wait, she of was the a year. dentist. She was a dentist. The driller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're both dentists, right? Uh, yeah, he was an orthodontist. Yes. Yeah. So I remember like watching the. I remember like she. Yeah, she was crazy. So she was trying to talk him out of it, and she got a business plan together to basically do the pros and cons of her and the other woman. Right? Other woman has fake tits. I do not have fake tits. Oh, like I will a get total fake pros tits. and cons list. Oh yeah. 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 And then That's, like well, you know, other I'm, girl works out all the time. I will work. I mean, so she was like really. I mean, the fact that this fucking woman, like, even sat down to, like, go over, like, the pros and cons and try to make a business plan of how they were going to work their shit out after he's been uh, railing this other chick for, like, God knows how long. His receptionist. I mean, it's just, it's fucking Company crazy. Inc. You know, you know? Uh, look. But she just wanted to, her like, time. Hey, I, here's she my wanted point. to win, right? At the end of the day, she wanted to win. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. she, wanted that. she wanted to save her marriage. She had three-year-old twins. Yeah. Uh, and look, I, I am no... You know, I, I'm no champion for women. I, I do love them. They're pretty awesome. Um, I think they uh, are amazing. Uh, but I will say that she served her time, and I think she should be welcomed back into society with open arms. I think no one should begrudge her. I'm Sponsored sure, by Mercedes. I am sure her. <laughs> I'm sure that her uh, uh, her husband's family probably does not agree with that. Yeah, but. You know, uh, love can make you do a lot of crazy things. Yeah, I was about to say, so, I mean, there's, there's the thing there, uh, right? To me, look, they go, this goes back to the Menendez brothers, too. Uh, no one has death coming to them. I realize that Menendez's parents didn't deserve to die, but they made their own peace with those kids, and yeah. they deserve that. And this guy, he rolled the dice, and he screwed up. Yeah. Uh, maybe he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve it. Yeah, that's probably probably didn't deserve it. That's a little harsh, but you know she did serve her time, and you know she acted in a fit. I did not realize she, she has such a short sentence. Oh yeah, well yeah, no, it was supposed to be twenty something years. She should be out twenty twenty three. She got a little early. She was actually up for parole in twenty. I mean, obviously she had no record whatsoever. No, I mean she was a model like a citizen. Ticket, no, yeah. she was great. And huh. uh, you get one yeah, free this, pass. Basically. Yeah. Oh, you get to kill one person. Yeah. That should be fair, right? I didn't know that. I, that's not going to hold up in court, by the way. Right? No. Well, uh, we felt it was important to bring this up because this is a very important thing to this city. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Good develop, yeah, new development. In a yeah. city with no culture, this is what we consider to be I culture. I would say there's got plenty of culture. Anyhow. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, Brower, anything else? Is that it? That's it. That's it? Okay. Thanks, man. That was good stuff. Brower, hey, thanks a lot. That was great. Um, I also did not realize that she had... Uh, it's only. It, it seemed like it just happened like not too long ago. So, yeah, that's crazy. And it just goes to show... Um, that Mercedes and, is built well. Right. And then also, if you fuck around on your wife... You'll get run over? Yeah. Yeah. Or if you... I don't know. Like, what else? I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't either, but I cue the music. Dude, terrible. That's right. Well, the, less, the story here is um, you never know who's uh, drilling in your teeth. You know? And the driller... That's Y'all are both terrible. throwing out some stinkers. Sorry, real quick. Well, I'm just saying, like, what if uh, you know, she's breathing in stinky breath all day long, next thing you know, she's running over her husband. But the driller killer, that's a fucking...